The podcast you are about to hear contains graphic language and adult content. Sorry, moms. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. Hey. Hey. It's been a minute. You might think that we're coming to you remorseful, but we're not because no apologies here. Do you want to say what happened? Do you want me to say what happened? Let's say it at the same time, okay? Yeah, that's always a good idea. All right. Three, two, one. Coronavirus. Oh. Oh, I thought (laughs) I was going to go for the more like, uh, I don't know, like banners, celebratory statement, and you went for the more factual. Yeah. uh, I sounded like a CNN anchor. That's nice. That was nice. It was good. Um, yeah, we we got COVID. We got it. Miss Rona finally came for us. It it's coming for us all. Maybe not all of us. I hope those of you who well. have <laughs> you know a compromised immune systems never get it. Um, no, we were relatively not. careful. But we were. I think we were. I'm gonna say more careful than most people for a lot of the time. That's that's uh, a hot take. And I do, I think it's true though. And I think that it's it's something that obviously is going to hit people more than it's not. Yeah. We everything's a calculated risk. Everything's a calculated risk it's and all. we took calculated risks. And let me tell you, we've had a week to sit inside and have all these conversations with ourselves we because did. um yeah, it's folks, it's been a long time. I've been in my house alone. Tallon's <laughs> been in his house with Lena and Mishka. Not saying he's had it easier, <clears throat> but I've been in my house alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I have to take care of a dog who, like, doesn't understand that I'm sick. Oh. Uh, but that's oh. fine. Also, did, I did think for a while that maybe I was having a good run. Maybe I was mm. one of those people who just was never going to get it. Because they're, mm. they, they theorize that maybe some people just will never get it. Yeah. For whatever genetic reasons. But it I really you. thought it was me. I, I went to a it Dua Lipa concert and, and didn't get it. That was Tullin. Funny. I went to the city of Las Vegas yeah. and did not get unbelievable. I went to the Taco Bell Cantina <laughs> in Las Vegas. At a, at a certain point, I do think by this point, I also knew, here's the other truth. I had been working really hard lately. And I think mm. normally when I do like a play or something and I'm committing myself to a certain time frame where I have to, like my, I know my body has to be in working condition. Mm-hmm. I don't get sick. I get sick immediately after. Oh, I feel and that. This is this is when this happened. When I got sick was immediately after I could let up a little bit from the hard work I'd been doing. I'm glad that your sick. I'm glad that your exhaustion got me sick too, because I hear I was thinking yeah. it was my fault. Yeah, um, no, uh, you can blame me. But it's been a week, and this just to tell you right now, the audio quality. There's a reason it's like this. We're gonna be back to our better audio quality eventually, but. Tal and I are throwing it back old school, and we are zooming in right now. Just out of caution, you know? I mean, we could have been together in the same room with masks, but that wouldn't be good audio. And we theoretically have the same strain, because we literally got sick at the exact same time after hanging out in public. So Yes, and of course, Elena, too. I know she got mentioned, but she was also sick. Pour some out for her. Pour some out for the ravioli woman. Yeah. Mishka to Craigslist dog. But we are in separate areas, so... Separate. Pardon our technical oopsies. <laughs> um, did you have a, a best part and a worst part of getting COVID? Oh my God, this is such a fun question. Yeah. Um, I would say, okay, yeah, the best part and the worst part kind of all happened at once. Um, and it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday was my first lockdown-induced mental breakdown <laughs> of yeah. this run of COVID, might I say, very specifically. Um, so that was the low point was I literally lost my mind yesterday, but the high point came immediately afterwards. Um, I, you know, I was trying all my old tricks to, um, cure, um, the mental illness, (laughs) uh, my old tricks being eat a little food, drink a little water, try to lay down in a dark room for a moment, go for a walk in that order. I did all of those things, uh, and was still having a mental breakdown, um, and then I remembered an old friend, friend of the podcast and friend of my heart, uh, my friend Corey, mm. um, had told me once that if you're in a state of crisis, plunge your head in a bucket of ice water. <laughs> and so Ooh. sure enough, yeah. <laughs> I got myself a bucket of ice water and I dunked my entire head in it. And boy, if that didn't stop it right in its tracks. Hell yeah. Let me tell you right now. Corey. And the- <laughs> Corey. 
Way to go. He's on to something. And you're a real one. I tell this story only because I know I know my my lads, ladies, and everyone else. They need the tips and the tricks. Here are the tips and the tricks. Get a fucking bucket of ice water and dunk your goddamn head in it. And it will, will do. temporarily cure you of all your ills. So that was both the low point and the high point because I was like, ah, a cool new trick um, was the high point of that. What was your low point and your high point of this run of coronavirus? Oh, man. Uh, low point. I definitely like the the sickest part was probably day Day two into day three, mm. uh, I feel like all the symptoms at once were happening. Mm. Um, Did you get the poo poo? I, <laughs> I got that bad poo poo. <laughs> I got. I got. I, I felt like it was alternating between the that and constipation. Really oh, back and forth. buddy, um, you can't win. That blows. Yeah, it did. It did blow. Uh, yeah, congestion, fever. I was achy, sweating. It was all bad. But but after most of that had subsided. Then I was hit with the lack, the loss of smell. That was a weird one. Oh. I lost a little, uh, not little. I had no smell for a day. Wow. And did you do anything with your new superpower? Slowly. Did you like stick your <laughs> like, nose near a butthole or something? I should have. That would have been a perfect <laughs> opportunity. I, you know what? <laughs> this week it was you. Sometimes it's me. This week it's you. One of us usually mentions a butthole in the first ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I did, like, to learn, I did, I realized I couldn't smell when we had ordered some pho, and Elena was saying that it tasted really bad. It, it, she said it tasted really bitter. She wasn't eating it, didn't like it, and I, I couldn't taste that something was wrong with it. Wow. I, like, I couldn't really taste that it tasted good, I didn't know what she was talking about, but it didn't taste the same, and then the next day is when it was gone, wow. most food was just hot and, and chewy, and that was, that was the flavor. Uh, I put my nose in the candle, smelled nothing. I have this really, really strong cologne that, like, I did not mean to buy. It's, like, <laughs> that strong. Uh, nothing. Sprayed it all over my face. Nothing. Came yeah, out. I'm just imagining Elena, you... It reeked. I'm imagining you running around your apartment just smelling everything <laughs> frantically. Yeah. yeah, it kind of. Kind of. And um, it, was, it was low. I felt that was, like, the scariest one to me. Because it was, mm. like, I'm, I'm being... I'm... I'm Things are being taken away from me that I didn't know. I my rights. My, my rights are being taken right away. Human right to smell and Come on. Taste. Two of the five rights. Two of the five human rights. Yeah, for now. Uh, let's see what the Supreme Court says about that. But, <laughs> yeah, so there's that. And the, I guess the high point, uh, Eurovision did happen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I wanted yeah. to have, like, a big party with all of you and my friends where we got to watch it. Didn't get to do that. But did get to watch it and watch it live because I think I would have been at work during the week if I was uh, alive. Yeah. So since I wasn't, I got to watch it live and it was it's pretty good. Wasn't as good as last year. But Can I, I ask a controversial question. Yeah. This might be the thing that gets me canceled, Tallinn. Uh-oh. Shit. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Do you think Ukraine won because they're actually the best or do you think they got a pity win here's the thing here's i'll be absolutely honest mm -hmm. i think that overall song wise i couldn't tell you what the best song was oh, i think it was a dem democratic diplomatic yeah, answer but truthful last year and it was my first year watching but i am now realizing and elaine was saying it at the time it was one of the Best years of Eurovision. Mm. Everyone was amazing. Manskin. Manskin, they performed this year too. Uh, but this year, it was more... Everything was pretty good, and it didn't feel like there was a, a clear standout. So I, I honestly yeah. can't tell you... I'll, I'll say I like the song. It's I don't understand... Uh, you know, it's in a, a language that's not English. There's a lot of non-English entries this year, so like that's mm. not even a thing that's making or breaking it for me. Mm. It it's a good song. I heard it uh, earlier today. We were playing through our like you know playlist as you and do. As, as you we do. do, we put the new songs we like somewhere. And uh, I heard it, and you know what? It's a bop. It's good. Good. It's, uh, okay. It's kind of turned into a like a kind of a a fight song, kind of an anthem. Right on. And it has that vibe. Like it's got a. It feels Rebellious. kind of in the same vein as like Shum from from. Ukraine last year. It's mm. kind of got a mm. similar 
uh, angst to it. So I mm. like it. Is it? What if I had to choose a favorite? Uh, it's real tough. I honestly can't. It was just a That's year okay. where it's like everything is pretty good. So I can't say. I do think they probably got more votes than they would have gotten as a sure. show of support. Sure, sure, but sure. okay. They also vote wise total blew everyone out of the fucking water. So. I can't Even say that. Even those pity votes the, wouldn't have helped, made it, you know? I, I don't think it was all pity votes. I think it was okay. some pity votes. And, and here's the other thing. I guess Russia tried to hack Eurovision. That's true. Um, there was some pro-Russia groups out there, <laughs> pro-Russia hacker groups, that apparently hacked the competition, and they were wow. announcing the live votes in the final, and there were several countries where they claimed like the feed got lost, so the guy who's the head of the, whatever, the board or whatever. The guy, the the most important guy there big, had to give the totals. Big boy Eurovision, yeah. And I only gave the, like, the big final total, but not the other, like, ten smaller totals. So that was fishy, and apparently what happened was, like, those countries, their vote totals got all screwed up by hackers who were, That's I don't know. That's hot goss. So, Those are some heavy, heavy uh, allegations you're leveraging even, it's in true. Russia right it's now. It's true. And if they come <laughs> for us and hack us, uh, what are they going to do? Or did they, what are they going to do? Change do? Take- the name of the podcast to uh, Comrade Dolan and Sarah are very good friends of Putin, and so should you be. <laughs> the podcast. Wow. I'm glad we're getting into Russia jokes. Should we start the podcast? <laughs> I guess it's as good a time as any. You caught my eye in the grocery line And I fancied myself a man worth your time And I couldn't help thinking I wish you Podcast for listener, edge me like you're Joe Biden and my orgasm is student loan forgiveness. It's time for another Craig's Essential Crisis, a show where we take the misconnection section into new directions. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And, and this, uh, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. My dog is barking like crazy right outside the door. We haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, Sarah, how does this show work? Uh, uh yeah. are new. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this show is a show where we go onto the misconnections sections of Craigslist and we comb through it and we find all the best posts just for you. And what is the misconnections section of Craigslist? You may ask yourself. Well, here it is. It's a post board on the internet on a free website called Craigslist where people can go in and just post to their heart's content for free on the internet. And usually you're supposed to use it to talk about that one person you thought you really had a moment with and the streets, and you didn't make your move when you had your chance, and now you're sitting at home, bored, lonely, and horny, wondering what could have been. So you write a little podcast. You write a little podcast. This is you embarrassing. You write a little post on misconnections, and then true love happens. Maybe, maybe for somebody someday. <laughs> if uh, if not, you might just have a good chance of. I don't know. I guess. Putting, putting body parts together, if that's all you want. I think it'd be more exciting if you were, like, writing to somebody and, like, striking up a connection with a stranger you didn't know. But if you just, like, are looking to, like, get laid to, that's fine. There's you other sh- websites for that, but that's fine. You're so old school. It's because you, you haven't been hardened and jaded by Tinder. That's true. I think, I, I think I'm... I'm not going to say I'm old, but I'm, I'm not a young man. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> this I'm not bitch, this quite... Bitch. <laughs> a spry young thing like I used to be. Oh my god, this guy. All I right. talk like this now, for example. <laughs> this is my new voice. Podcast listeners, Craig's, get used to it. Um, this is also a show where we cold read these misconnections. So all the ones that I've picked, Talon has not seen or vetted. All the ones that Talon picks, I have not seen or vetted, unless we happen to have come across them. And we usually pick them from our hometown. Hometown. 
the town we live in right now. I'm not going to call it my hometown. We pick them from wherever we be. We pick them from where we've been. We pick them from where we happen to be passing by on any given week while we're looking. Uh, we, but we, since... We, they come to us. But since we've both been inside for a week, um, I'm going to assume mostly these are from Portland. All, All right. my misconnections are from inside of my apartment. <laughs> That's hot. And slim pickings. Um, I'll a lot go of ahead cries and, for help. I'll go ahead and start with one of yours because okay. that's how I feel. Sounds good. Dodge Charger driver. Do you drive a Charger? If so, could you not be so obnoxious? What are you, 17? Do you need more attention? Did your mom not breastfeed as a baby? We understand that your engine is very loud and car is fast enough to pass everyone else with rage, but your car is actually not going to increase your low T levels like at all. It mostly just makes everyone assume that your length and girth are well below average. I hope the price of gasoline ruins you financially and you end up eating out of a Taco Bell dumpster. Damn. I'd like to say I have a problem with this misconnection. Oh, go off. I think... (laughs) <laughs> i allow, allow you to go off i i i don't think i meant I, to say go off you, it just kind of came out are you trying that out no i do not want i'm not trying it out is that I your meant new to thing? say i okay. meant to say go no, I like on it. but no. but go off it just came out of my mouth so. <laughs> Uh, okay. I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he's a little, <laughs> little rosy in the cheeks right now. This is like earlier, uh, last in the, a couple of weeks ago when I I said <laughs> occur when I just let out occur instead of okay for no reason. It's not like a thing I say at all. It's just trying something's happening. It's trying to come go at off, me. pussy queen girl boss. <laughs> go off. Go off, Sarah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, just when you think your co-host can't surprise you anymore. Um, yeah. My main problem with this is that they're assuming that eating out of a Taco Bell dumpster is the worst dumpster you could eat out of. And I think that's really <laughs> unfair to Taco Bells everywhere. Uh, you know, yeah. It's probably top three dumpsters. I bet there's a lot of whole crunch wraps getting put in there. You know, Whole crunch wraps. I, I bet there's a lot of beans that are perfectly good that are in a bucket and they put them in there. Yeah. And they're saying hot because they're just... Putting a bunch of hot refried beans and putting a lid on it. And all sitting out in the sun all day. In the sun. Staying perfectly toasted. Hot beans. And I bet they put out a lot of cinnamon twists. Because if you leave those out overnight, they go stale. So I bet they throw them out at the end of the night. Ask me how I know cinnamon twists go stale when you leave them out overnight. It's personal, okay? Don't ask. I wasn't Um, going to. And now I don't have to. (laughs) Go off. (laughs) Go off. I think you're right. I think uh, unfair. That's my main problem with this. They think they're being so mean. And they're only hurting Taco Bell. Yeah. What do you What do you think the worst dumpster to eat out of would be? That is a good question, isn't it? I think uh, it would have to be somewhere where the food is primarily not warm. I think it's got to be a, an element of... Uh, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's going to be a, <laughs> yes. the worst lob, lob, red lobster. Red lobster. Red lobster <gasps> dumpster. Tallinn! Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. and it's not like there oh. wouldn't be good things in there. I bet you could get some good cheddar bay biscuits, maybe, because they mm. those are filling and nobody needs them all. But everyone does eat them. But then they get an extra basket that they don't eat because they're gorging themselves on Ugh. fish. And guess what? They're also full up on cheddar bay biscuits, whether they're eating their lobster tails. I Meaning those don't get finished. All that sitting in the same same pot all day. I don't know. Some of it being wet, some of it not. Oh. I don't like it. I don't even, I'm not even going to give an answer because that was such a good answer. (laughs) Like, I don't (laughs) even want to give an answer because that was, that's it. That's the answer. Okay, we figured it out. Um, So, just a little constructive criticism. I guess you could do worse by doing a lesser seafood establishment than Red Lobster. I mean, Red Lobster. What's the taco time of seafood? I think it's Red Lobster. (laughs) I don't know. It might be, what about Long John Silver's? Oh, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> good question. Oh, good God. That's so disgusting. Um, what caught your eye about this one? You know, I think it just there's an attitude about it. This person was wronged and they came for so much. Oh, I mean, do you think they're mad? Where are you getting that from the context of this? Oh, I, I guess, you know, that's true. <laughs> they came for their mother. They came for their testosterone levels. They came for their penis girth, length, their length and, and girth. girth. Length, 
and girth. And girth. I think those two words alone were enough to make me uh, take a screenshot of this one. Yeah. I do love that they didn't just say your dick isn't the right size. They were like, I'm going to come specifically for your length and girth. Not only is it not that long, it is narrow. It is narrow. Can we can we have a moment of real talk? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's are you gonna tell keep me it to, Are you going to tell me to go off? Okay. Uh, go if you want. I'll do it anytime you want. No. Um, okay. I just can't. I'm sorry. I can't get over that. Um, <laughs> I do think that like, okay, so like for my brain, um, you know, she's a body positivity queen, whatever. Like I am always like, we shouldn't judge people on their bodies. And yet it's, it's really hard for me to be like Sarah making fun of people's penis sizes and okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not, but <laughs> it's, and it's it's, not. It's, I just want to say I'm aware of the, um, what are those the called? Stigma? The, no, the, 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 uh, 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 oh, oh, the uh, 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 double, the double standard. The, the, uh, the yeah, like the, yes, yes, sure. conundrum, but not conundrum. What's the H word? Paradox. For conund- H yeah. word. Uh, Isn't there an H word? Uh, hypo- hypocrisy. Thank you. <laughs> we got there. I'm fully aware of the hypocrisy here, and I'm trying to be better every day. And I just wanted to put it out there. And I yes. know we shouldn't make fun of people's penis sizes. That's not okay. Right. And I I'm think this is one of there. those instances where the person came for that because they thought it would hurt them most. Yes, because they that is very they true. Care. They that assume is, that this yeah. person cares. That uh, is very true. This is true. Yeah, obviously not not a tactic we support here on <laughs> existential crisis. <laughs> but are we gonna watch it like a like a train wreck? Absolutely. Oh, it's allowed to happen in front of me for sure. I'm not gonna support <laughs> it. But way. also, I don't but know I that I'm buy- powerful enough to stop it. <laughs> You know, what are you going to do? I can't, I can't, what am I supposed to do? I'm one man. Am I supposed to go defend every penis? And there's a lot of them. There, there I would are so many penises many and there's only one me. That's, honestly, that should be my new Tinder bio. I, it shouldn't. I don't like that, actually. <laughs> I think you should I get very twice, uncomfortable yeah. when people send me sexual messages on dating apps. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to read one of yours. Yeah, please. Unless uh, you would like us to communally create your next Tinder bio. Because I do think that would be fun, too. No, mine's doing numbers right now. I think I hit I hit oh. a good thing. Wow. I like to imagine there's like a little like score chart on the... Yeah. Like it's, it's Game of Thrones. I wish it was like a competition game, because I love competition games. Okay, anyway. It, it should be like Foursquare, but... <laughs> 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 it's like that app where you check into places, but yeah, yeah, check yeah. it into places. You check into uh, people. You check into people. I was going to go for another P word, and I, I didn't have the confidence. Not like go off Holland did earlier. <laughs> Hair like ravens. It's still a little clumsy. This experience is completely outside my wheelhouse. You are not a little kitty. You are the night sky. I have to be careful with this feeling. With rose-colored glasses, it looks like flame. And without them, it looks like fear. I am a condemned house, but you call me a home. I will love you forever. They really did something with that condemned house and home metaphor. They were like, what do I end this on? They oh, were like, I got it. A banger is what I ended on. An absolute banger. <laughs> to, 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 be, to be fair, I think if they had switched those two phrases, would have been better. Would have, mm. I'm uh, a home, but you call me a condemned house? No, 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 no. I don't change the, the, the subject or, or, or not. You that's said not the right word. switch them. Yeah. Switch the order, not the meaning. So. Oh, <laughs> got it. You, you called me a home, but I am a condemned house. Uh, I think that, that does. Yeah, that does have a bit more of a punch to it. So you should professionally edit poetry because you yeah, got something. Right back. You got um, something. This is the service we Occasionally, folks, if you're this is your first time, sometimes we edit poetry. We edit poetry um, a little bit. What do we think of this? What, what is this? Is this? I don't know. Uh, how would you respond if this were to you? Well, I also don't know that I would know it's about me because, to be fair, yeah. they say you have hair like ravens, but oh, the feeling looks like flame, not the hair. This whole time I was living here, going, are ravens red? 
But they're talking about the feeling looking like flame. Okay, I'm a dumbass. That's my problem. Um, or is it unclear? You know? Or is the poetry of good or use a little editing? Um, yeah, I, I think first off, I would not know uh, that this was about me if it was about me. Um, and I don't know if somebody called me a little kitty. I have a lot of icks. I'm a very ick heavy woman. I have a lot of, I have too much cringe in me, I think is what I'm realizing. Like I care. I, the crit, my cringe meter is very sensitive yeah. and I wish it was less sensitive because I think people with lower, higher cringe tolerance have more fun in general. Yes. Yeah. Um, little kitty absolutely sets me off. That would, I would, I would go vomit in a Taco Bell dumpster. Somebody <laughs> call me their little kitty. That's horrifying. And you know what? You could, and every item in there is individually wrapped, so it wouldn't even matter. <laughs> it wouldn't even matter. Wouldn't even um, matter. But sorry, I just met eyes with one of my neighbors out the window, and she smiled at me. It felt very vulnerable. <laughs> you gotta have an on air sign just to. Yeah, yeah. To make my bed. Be like, don't look. At me. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Th- so that's how I feel about this one. It it it. This is one of those those misconnections. You know, we categorize them a lot. This is one of those ones where this is a person with a feeling that just needs to get it off their chest, and I don't think it's really about like rematching that missed connection again god i mean sometimes though like how do we feel about that as a concept yeah you can yes i understand having a feeling listen i was just watching perfect example just watching the office it's on in the other room okay as it is sometimes where's this gonna go okay uh and famously end of season three casino Mm -hmm. night uh got it god oh my god is it season three it is season three. Casino night. Jim tells Pam that he has a crush on her and kind of just puts that on her. And she's engaged. And wow. it feels awkward about it. Wow. And doesn't really have anything to say. And later he comes back and kisses her. Anyway, I think in later years there's a whole discourse about like how that was actually something we saw as really romantic. Was pretty wrong. Was like, well, she's not a position to like accept your feelings. Like, you're obviously putting her in an awkward position. This, like, but just because things are awkward, does that make them bad? Does that make them bad? People should be able to express their feeling. Should is that like why is there not a better format for that? nuanced. It is nuanced. Because what is the best option for that? You want to be able to get that out and put it in the world. Is misconnections the best choice? I think so. I think it's pretty harmless. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the worst choice. I think if Jim had written a misconnection, maybe things would have gone smoother because then he would have still gotten it off his chest. But it wouldn't wouldn't, have put the burden on our girl Pam. Um, True. True. You know? A lot of shows, movies, plots... Plays could be improved uh, if someone had written a misconnection. I just think misconnections are a victimless crime most of the time. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think most are. of the time. Most of the time. Okay. I think there are exceptions. Okay. I, I feel I'll settled that. Okay. I felt like I had a feeling there and I wasn't sure. I didn't know what was oh. right. I didn't know what to oh, feel. Sarah, thank nice. you for your guidance. You're welcome. I'll always hold your hand through the emotional turmoil of reading misconnections. Oh. <clears throat> I go to Dutch Bros every day just to see you. Needless to say, my wallet is very unhappy. I don't know why I made that kind of sad and sensual, but it is what happened, so I'm going to go with it. That was good reading. I think it was good reading. Uh, <laughs> very simple. Thank you. I'm a simple girl. I'm a simple girl. Um, yeah, what, what's going on here? Just every... You have Dutch Bros every day? That's a lot. I will say when I first, I will say when I first moved here, because Dutch Brothers was a rare treat, I only got when I drove like an hour and 45 minutes away to Davis, California. Um, I drank Dutch Brothers. I, I'm not too proud to say nearly every day when I first moved here. Um, And then I realized their coffee was terrible. And now I just get their iced teas when I'm in a fun flirty. I'm a girl. I'm going to take a real quick swerve here. Do it. I'm a girl who loves a drink. Mm. There Girls is nothing, drinks. there is nothing that feels better than getting a little drink with a straw in it. Not, not alcoholic. That's not what we're talking about here. Oh, I know. I know. You know. Oh, I know you know, but I want to make sure we're all, I'm looking at every one of our listeners in the eyes right now. I want to make sure we're all on the same page. I'm a girl She's who loves a drink. She's literally making eye contact with every single one of you. I am acting. 
I love a I love a drinky. <laughs> That's all yeah. I had to say. And you know what? You're uh I I'll sign off on that. Drinks are great. Drinks are great. I I miss the days of just getting a drinky. There's a beverage for everything. That wasn't water. Water's yeah. it right now. Water's in it's it's hey, we're all like loving water, and I think we should all be drinking water. But I miss when we like didn't know we were supposed to drink water. Are you I talking about like ancient Greece? <laughs> no, I mean the nineties. I mean <laughs> I was like, you mean the water would give you dysentery, so they had to drink beer all the time because it was like fermented and safe? <laughs> that was a great time too. But I mean <laughs> Uh, the 90s, when okay. every meal was paired with a sponsored beverage, and it wasn't mm. sure shit wasn't water. It mm-hmm. was breakfast was for Folgers or a Starbucks. Uh, uh. Maybe you were maybe you were like a maybe you were a mocha person. Maybe you're a latte person. Uh. Maybe you were like one of those iced fraps already in the glass bottle types uh. of people. Maybe you're a Sobe lizard milk kind of guy. I know uh. I was. Uh. Which color? Which color? Pick. Give me the, mm, yeah. Okay, I will say the, I the love the pink one. Noise. I also liked the white one. The pina colada was like. That was good. In a pinch, that was good. In a pinch. Can I also tell you that my father regularly collected enough Sobe caps because he worked at a garbage dump to uh-huh. send them in and get free t-shirts from Sobe. So my father is the owner of like 10 free t-shirts from Sobe. <laughs> well, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing because a lot of stuff like that usually sounds like it's an old like wives' tale, like the Tootsie it's not. Roll thing. That, okay, that, that has is. a similar. But I don't know because no, I just had, I don't know somebody who's done it. But I feel like this. I don't know anybody who's gotten free Sobe shirts either. Well, now you now have. You've met Bill Thompson. Um, yeah, yeah. Fucking Sobe, fuck it up. You know what was really good? High C orange wasn't even a yes. soda. It no. was literally just hummingbird feed. What? <laughs> High C. It's not carbonated. Yeah. It's yeah. just like right. sugar water. It's, just it's like, incredible. Yeah, it's just like orange juice, but not yeah. the juice from an orange. No. No. <laughs> yeah, so they can't call it that. What do we call it? High C. High C. Do you remember Fruitopia? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Oh my God. Hurricanes is what I almost just said. Absolute <laughs> hurricanes. Oh my God. Hurricanes of fruit flavor. Commercials delicious, too. like not even good. I just felt like the commercials really did a good job of capturing the vibe of what it should taste like when you're drinking it. Like Capri Sun didn't ever not taste like I was turning into the silver fucking surfer. <laughs> you are goddamned right. It just it was infused in what I believed the experience to be. It's like I I bought a pack of five gum recently, not because I, it, I want it. It's because I look at the gum rack and I'm like, that's the way I want to feel. And that that's gum, the power of marketing, baby. The commercials for Five Gum made you believe that eating their gum was going to, like, I think give you an orgasm. I think it was Yeah, doing, I was like, about to basically, say full body erotic explosion is the what vibe I was going to say. Yeah, the vibe yeah. of Five Gum is like you were inside of a transformer that's purpose is to pleasure you. That is the experience <laughs> they were selling. And it worked. And look at those commercials and tell me I'm wrong. I think it's exactly what it is. That is, no, I would never tell you you're wrong because I think you're absolutely right. Anyway, that's um, the power of branding. That's the power of that's marketing. That's power of branding. That is really good. I don't even remember what we started talking about. And Dutch I Bros is really I what we were care. talking about. Oh, okay. But yeah, you know what? Girlies. That's about yeah. as much as uh, I wanted out of that one. Okay, perfect. Well, you I have what? another one for you. So aren't you lucky? A quick, a quick dip into the spring. Okay, okay. <clears throat> the mall did not agree with you. I was in the men's room stall next to you. I couldn't see anything except an H&M bag, but from the sound of it, your sushi burrito wasn't made of the highest quality chicken of the sea. I was a little worried about you, and I hope you're okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, have a ma- I have one question, I guess. Yeah. Did he... Did the, did the person on the... In the bathroom, make it known what he had eaten verbally or by other means? Or is this person guessing? Oh, that is a horrifying question you just posed because I have no, I didn't even think about that. I have no idea. I was too mortified with like me thinking about how this is, I long, I desire to be in a misconnection. (laughs) 
but good God, if this was the one, <laughs> I would have to end it. <laughs> you would, would you even ever say, honestly, would you bring it to our attention? No, I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think I'm strong enough. I don't yeah. think I'm strong enough. I'm, I'm so toilet shy and afraid that people hear things yeah. that this would truly be the end of me. This would be like once in a while we come across like misconnections that like confirm all my worst fears about people. And this is one of them is that people are listening to me in the bathroom and judging people, my experience. People apparently can hear you poop. And I, yeah, I agree. I think I thought that was a myth because no one ever says anything. Who would, who would do that? Who would, who would do this, this, this absolute jerk. But I mean, it is it is sweet. They they are hoping that that person's okay. I suppose. I guess. When is this person gonna read this? <laughs> it, it would only be meaningful if they were reading it while they were currently on the toilet. Still, like someone had slipped <laughs> a note under the door to them. <laughs> they. What if they typed it out, posted it on Craigslist, and then slid their phone under the stall for the person to read? <laughs> <laughs> yeah didn't think about that did you that could <laughs> check red there's a little like you can draw yeah. use your finger as a stylus yeah. um yeah this is because really i want to think they're just making like a, a funny joke but then i'm like is that funny is, is it, it funny I to don't... assume what i've eaten what is causing me such distress that you are made aware of it from outside of the stall is it is and also like you? the sushi issue makes me think it's it's mouth related as opposed to butthole related. Like, yeah, bad fish. I'm sure can make you poop your pants, but I I imagine it more as a vomiting experience. But we don't have to get that deep into it. I just, <laughs> I just. I mean, mm, I don't why know. start now? <laughs> um. Anyways, I feel so bad for the person that uh, had Ugh. this written about them because this is um is my worst nightmare. I. My, I guess the goal here would be that this person is brave, knows this is about them. If you're out there, respond to this with your dignity intact. We all <laughs> shit. We all vomit. We all have a bad day on the toilet every now and then. Every great person in history and the mm-hmm. not so great ones, to be fair, uh, have been exactly where you are. There's no shame wow. in losing your lunch. Those are inspiring words. Thank you, Tom. So I say, yeah, you know what, respond to this, say, you know what, that was me, and I'm better now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, I'll go ahead and read another one of yours. Sure. I dream of a pizza girl. Twas dusk. I was walking north on 45th towards Woodstock, and you south. You were traveling solitarily with one large pizza, presumably from Double Mountain. I couldn't help but wonder if you were returning home to eat that entire pie alone. I secretly wished, by some miracle, you would invite me, a stranger, into your home to enjoy it with you. As you got to your subi, you looked up and we made eye contact. I was enchanted by your piercing eyes and lovely smile. I mutely said, Hi! With that, our gaze broke and off we went in our respective distant directions. My dear pizza girl, You must know that I will now and until the end of time pine for you in your delicate, delicious fare and dream of the pizza party that could have been. Now, this is a whole new level of romanticizing strangers because that person could have had a whole group of friends they were bringing the pizza back home to. You're just assuming they're all by themselves going to eat that large pizza. Yeah, which is a lot to assume. I mean, at one point that might have been physically possible if you're like a college kid and you're growing. I feel like that's... But... uh, for me, no longer. A pizza is an investment in the future. It, it is. You're right. Yeah. And you know what? If this person could eat an entire pizza, you know what I'd say to them? I'd say, go off. Go <laughs> off. Unhinge go that jaw. off. Get it. Yeah. Fuck it up. Fuck up that whole pizza. Fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I do think that this is a little... This, it's great. I'm glad you're romanticizing your own life, but maybe, maybe take a step, just a step back is all I'm suggesting. Maybe just, yeah, have a moment to check in with yourself. You don't got to start, for example, with "twas dusk." Bit much. Bit that's much. A war- for, that's a warning sign. Yeah, a red flag, early uh, sign that maybe, maybe we're not quite 
compatible. The same, the same reality. Yeah. If you sound like a medieval knight, just don't. I would never respond to this. <laughs> I awoke. I woke. Mine, mine liege. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about this one. I concur, and uh, I'm gonna take one of yours for a spin. Okay. If you don't mind. Okay. You were looking at a squirrel. Stumbled upon you as I got off the interstate. You were looking at a squirrel, and then laid a blanket down. I walked past, but you kept your eyes straight ahead. I wish I would have said hello. I remember what kind of car you drive. Wow. We we love a misconnection that ends on a threat. <laughs> it did, right? It did feel kind of like... I know who you are. I know yeah, where you live. that's absolutely what it felt like. I don't know if it was meant that way, but it felt a little, I know what you did last summer, eh? Usually these things end with like, uh, tell me what I was wearing so I know it was you, or what you were yeah. wearing. So This is less that and more, I, I saw you. You've been seen by me. I remember details about you. It's a much more sinister twist on the old classic favorite. <laughs> and also... Not to be that person, and maybe I'm being influenced by our last misconnection, but I'm going to assume that if this person is on the side of the road looking at a squirrel and about to spread a picnic blanket, they probably drive a Subaru. Oof. Yeah, they do, though. It, <laughs> it's not being mean if it's, not it's being mean. true. It's not being mean. We're just it's making not being observations. There are a lot of Subi drivers around here. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. Also, they like squirrels. I probably wouldn't set up a picnic on the side of the road, but... You know, teach their own. You know, where is the best place to set up a picnic? Um, in the woods. <laughs> See, that's good. Is that a real question? I don't know. What makes the side of the road any better or worse than the woods? Um, it's loud. You're likely to get hit by a car. There's exhaust fumes. That's There's a good often point. not soft ground around. Okay. Okay. Those are all good points. Feels like you haven't hung out by the side of the road enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's true. Live a little tall and go hang out by the side of the road and then come talk to me. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You know what? I will report back next episode with my thoughts about the side of the road versus forest floor. Thank you. You are welcome. I remember what kind of car you drive. Oh. oh um. Okay, I'm going to read another one from you. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds fun. Big dude who had a tantrum on the sidewalk near Safeway on Weedler. You commented on me riding my bike down the sidewalk. After, I replied by saying both of you were walking shoulder to shoulder on a skinny sidewalk. You legitimately had a tantrum and charged at me. After I didn't give a reaction, you took my $6 value stake from my bike and threw it on the ground. I know you wanted to do a little dance in front of your GF to look cute, but my guy, I really wish you went through with the punch. It would have given me such satisfaction to see some male ego crush by having seen by having someone half their height lay them down in front of your GF. You are the biggest meat bag sack of potatoes I ever seen in PDX. All huff and no puff. Oh. I'm gonna say it. I don't know that you're allowed to say all huff and no puff about somebody else if you're the one posting a misconnection. Oof. Well, I mean, listen, what are your options? Is there like a Tinder for bullies out there? <laughs> How do you find this guy? How do because you Because they're both bullies. Him? They would find each other because they're both bullies on Tinder for bullies. I imagine if there's a Tinder for bullies, like part one party would be one wanting to be bullied and the other party oh. would be bullies. Okay, right? so we're still operating on a binary, Talon. All right. No, I think you could tell the profile <laughs> or the algorithm that you were interested in being bully and or bullying. I've worked it all out. This is all in my pitch. And I think you'll find with your $10,000 investment in exchange for my giving you 10%, you're in good hands. Mm, I'm going to pass. What do you think, Kevin O'Leary? Yeah, please um, invest in bully for me. <laughs> um, this one is interesting for a lot of reasons. Not sure why they pointed out it was a $6 value stake. <laughs> Maybe to be like, you didn't affect me that much. Like, um, you, yeah, you thought you were ruining my very fancy steak, but it was only $6. Joke's on you. It was a $6 value steak. You probably saved me from blowing ass in Washington Mall. Ha! With my I was H&M bag. to feed my poodle. Um, so there's that. And then also, I hate to side with either party. 
but I think they're both dumb for getting in a fight over this. I will say I do hate people who's, who bicycle on the sidewalk. I'll I got to say, yeah, I hate you know it. what? I've been here long enough. Uh, I'm ready to render my verdict on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Bikes as a whole. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, okay, I do think Portland it. tries very hard and makes a lot of good effort to be like a very bike friendly place. Yeah. I think in doing that, they don't always think about how bikes interact with cars and traffic. And. There are times when I wish bikers, like, I feel like I, as a driver, go so far out of my way to try and treat bikes like cars. And I wish that they would also treat themselves like cars. Because <laughs> there's so many times when bikes are just rolling through stops that they should be stopping at, but they're not. Yeah. I'm like, well, why do the rules not apply now? But Why are you special, Mr. Bike? Why are you special? And then there's so many freaking bike accidents that happen, and... I feel like we all try to act like it's all cars. Are you victim-blaming right now? <laughs> I'm just saying, bikes, if I rode a bike, I would be careful to not all put right. myself in the way of a car okay. if I can avoid it. All right. It goes I'm both saying, ways. I'm just saying. They, they do get a slight leg up because they are saving the environment by riding a bike instead of driving a car. I am. That is true. And I, I thank them for their service. And I don't. I very much don't want to hit someone on a bike. And I wish they would act like they also didn't want to get This is hit. not an admission of guilt. This is not an admission of guilt. I was cleared of all charges. You can't take me back. I'm not going back. Not again. Okay. Um, okay. Clearly How about you feeling. read a misconnection and maybe you'll calm down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Out there for a minute, you know. I we had a lot of there's a lot of brain fog happening every day. This is the first yeah. day so far that it's been okay, unless that was it. I don't know. Anyway, gym girl. Hey girl, I was at the gym minding my own business, so I didn't notice you because I was there to resist gravity, lift weights, and get my sweat on. You were probably there too. Minding your own business? I'm not quite sure, because I was so busy minding my own business. When I have intentions, nothing can derail me. The gym isn't meant for socializing. It's made for one thing. Getting swole. I want to have sexual relations with you. If you want that too, well, too damn bad, baby. The gym is meant for one thing. Previously mentioned, so don't you dare approach or interrupt me. It's business time. Mind your business. But really, let's kiss on the seated row machine, you pervert. Hi, Mom. Wow. Some uh, <laughs> twists and turns here. Some twists and turns. Some twists and turns. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oof. Okay. Here's uh, the deal. I don't know if it deal. was meant like this. I don't know if it was meant like this. But throwing in that hi, Mom, at the end, Ruined I could it. give a little bit of creative constructive and creative feedback here it makes yes. it seem like you wrote this to your mom i uh not <laughs> don't want we're not yucking anybody's yum no we like, are oh are you are you one of those people that says incest is not my business it is my business i'm gonna judge incest don't i do don't it. see the appeal personally <laughs> but i would never tell somebody what they can and can't look i just want to side with you in that it does make it seem like the vibe is that this is to your mom. And I don't think you meant that, writer. I think you want to separate those ideas with a little more space. Maybe yeah. some extra verbiage in between. The yeah. line where you ask somebody to kiss you on a, a row machine. Maybe you don't put that right before you say hi, mom. It's just, yeah. We just want to create some Maybe. space between those ideas. Because as of now, they're butting into each other. Uh, as almost to create one new idea. And it might not be an idea you you want to have, or it might not be an idea we want in our heads. So don't do it. Okay, okay. strike the last two words, and this is a very different okay. thing. But it's still it, unhinged. It's still a little bit. This person thinks they're funny. This person thinks they're funny. They're really taking playing hard to get to a new level. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. I don't. I've never. I've. I was going to say I've never stepped foot in a gym, but that's a lie. I have stepped foot in a gym, but I've never worked out on a workout machine in a gym. Uh-huh. It just doesn't seem like where I would want people to pick me up. 
Oh, man. I haven't in a while, but I have, at one point, <laughs> been a member to a gym. Woo, hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice at a time bro. when uh, I didn't have to worry about paying for it because my work paid for it. That was a really nice, <laughs> nice person until I took it Whoa, away. bro. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Pretty dope. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be observed. Uh-oh. I, Uh-oh. I'm there. And I think for the most part, I will give some gyms... The idea of gyms being a pl- like a place where people are just like looking at you and oogling you and making and like mocking you, I know for the most part that's less of a thing. But it doesn't erase the feeling that it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And then you see stuff like this, and, and like, <laughs> then you're like, are, people are perceiving me, and uh, I don't like it. I could be at this gym, um, and okay, you're being funny. Maybe you saw someone at the gym you think is attractive, and you want like make a joke about it. Cool. There's such a thing as the rule of threes, and this isn't a creative writing critique podcast, but yeah, I almost we think sure are you doing could a have lot pulled of it. this off. We are doing a lot of it. They could. This could have been funny if you had stopped while you were ahead. Nice. Get him. Get him. Get him after now, that structure. Yeah. And then you ruined it with hi mom. Any good faith you still had, you threw it away. So. <laughs> yeah, ruin it, bucko. We're gonna be alone, gym, gymming forever. Uh, the de bench rests. Oh God. Okay, I'm gonna read another one of yours. Okay. SFO. This is a big long shot, but I was chatting with you at the bar in San Fran Airport. Not my finest moment, and had one too many drinks before my flight. You kindly walked me to my gate, holding hands, and I just wanted to thank you for being so nice. I wish I could have stayed and chatted more with you. I yeah. liked it. <laughs> this is a good one. This it's is good. cute. Imagine you meet a stranger and I would fall in love too. I totally get this person. If I was super drunk at an airport, which I would never do because I'm a worry wart and a control freak and I would literally rather die than be impaired on a, in an airport. Right. But, but if I was drunk and somebody held my hand to help me get to my gate. Yeah. I would also fall in love immediately. I would too. I would t- I would think about that person every day and just be like, every I wonder day. how they're doing. I wonder I wonder, I wonder what okay. we could have been. I w- yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is absolutely wow. a long shot and I uh I really I really I want this flight to connect. I'm here for them. I think they did post it in the wrong place because they, number one, they tagged it in Vancouver. Mm. So, buddy, you need to tag it in San Francisco. That's true. Because nobody flies into Vancouver. You need to tag it at PDX at the very least. Yeah, that's true. Fool. So, zero points, really. Um, But it's incredibly cute. No, no, it's it's really cute. No, it's really cute. (laughs) I can't take that away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't mean it. Uh, It is really cute. I hope... I hope a miracle happens. If I could give my one miracle that we get per podcast to anybody, it would be this person. <laughs> this is the miracle. This is the miracle. This is my miracle choice. Lock it in. Yeah. That's a, that's the thing we should definitely start doing. <laughs> for yes. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for that one. I'll, I got one from you. Yeah, you do. Short ass Winco princess. You were wearing those bell bottom. Sheen. Sheen? Sheen? Nobody knows how to say it. I'm going to just say it. Nobody knows how to say it. You were wearing those bell-bottom Sheen pants that everyone with a nice ass owns. And they were like two sizes too big. So you ran through the parking lot holding them up to your knees. First of all, love that for you. Hashtag short queen. But do you want me to hem those for you? I'll literally teach you, babe. The baggy bottoms ruined your fit. And I want to help you look hot. Please see this. Uh... This is great. This is great advertising. Great way to get your business out there. I. This is fun. This is fun. It's good. I just, I love, I can tell this person's a TikTok girly. Like, Mm. just tell. Because the TikTok girlies, they love to hem. They love to do little sewing projects. Yeah. And they love sheen. So, you know, it's all making sense. Um. And it is short queen and short king spring. We forgot. I'm sorry. We forgot to wish everyone a happy short king spring. But it is. Yeah. Um, I'd like to formally spring. I'd like to formally introduce that it's also short queen spring. So Fuck yeah. Short queens, short kings. It's your get spring. It. It's your spring. It's 
a sprang. Get a sprang thing on. Get it ah, low. Get your sprang. Lower ah. than I can go because I am tall and it causes me back problems. But lucky you not having them. Because <laughs> you little shorty. You little shorty. Go shorty. I got, it's your spring. I got love for the shorties. Yeah, we get it. You're a shorty ally. We get it. You don't have to keep saying it all the time. Sarah, I'm a shorty ally. You know this. <laughs> I will... I only ever support my short kings and queens. I, I, I have never called myself a tall. <laughs> Out of solidarity. Tallin? That's just a coincidence. Mm. It has nothing to do with my allegiance. Hashtag short that. king at heart. Mm. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I just thought this was really sweet. And I liked oh, this it a lot. Great. And this is people supporting people, and we love to see it. Real quick, we were talking earlier about the algorithm and the TikTok algorithm. Yeah, like please. How ours are so different. I just yeah. want to know if you were to go on your FYP right now, mm. I just want to know what pops up. Just, okay. I'll go on mine. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to turn off my volume because yeah, I, I don't want any copyrighted or anything like really heinous to come up. Yeah, just to avoid that. But I'll tell you right now. I'm just going through mine. The first thing I see that isn't a friend is, um, I think, what is it? It's an airplane. Oh, you can't even see it. Cause my I can't even see it, buddy. Background. There's a, oh. uh, I don't know, just like a stage plane flying over an empty audience. It's just stage effects. You're so weird. I'm um, on theater top. <laughs> you really are, you nerd. What okay, you? Um, my first one is somebody that says... It's them responding to a comment that says, you look like a yassified Dwight D. Eisenhower. And then it's them <laughs> transformed to Dwight oh, D. Eisenhower. Oh, wow. And I feel like that um, makes sense for both of us. I think that makes sense for both of us also. That's really right. funny. Okay. This has been a quick TikTok tune-in, uh, checking and out the algorithm for you. Yeah, your... check out next week. We'll, we'll update. Probably not, but we'll you can dream. Camus Chevron Girl Clerk. You made a joke saying my case of beer was $800. It really made my night. Want to get a beer sometime? If you think this is you, reply with a photo of your face. I'm going to go ahead and say this is high risk for very little reward. Mm. I, I'm just going to not to bash this person because I don't, maybe they're a real catch, but I feel like this is maybe a little high risk activity here. Yeah, I would agree. Maybe don't. Maybe don't send a whole photo of your face. There's other ways to prove your identity. Also, before yeah. we even get to that, can I just say... This person wasn't flirting with you in any way. Like they, (laughs) you are the clerk at a gas station, and someone buys beer, and they said to you, "You are the clerk," and you say, "It's eight hundred dollars." That's not flirting. That's no trying to get through your shift, (laughs) and it made this person's whole night. It is. Do you wanna? Do you wanna hear about something that somebody? That I, an experience I had yesterday of somebody just trying to get through their shift. Yes. Please. So as we all know, I have Miss Rona, but yeah. the CDC says, C says I'm allowed to now be under quarantine rules instead of isolation rules, which means I'm allowed to go in public. I can be outdoors and have a firmly covered face. Yes. So yesterday, the first time I've left the house in seven days, mm-hmm. I wore a face mask. And I went to McDonald's. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. I needed, baby needed her chicky nuggies to make her feel <laughs> uh, sad. This was mid panic attack also. So chicky nuggies was all I wanted. Yeah. Sometimes it's all that you, it's, it is the only solution. Yeah. Did the preservatives maybe heighten the experience? Probably. Doesn't Do matter. I care? No. Um, because the Dr. Pepper McDonald's is also amazing. So I went to the, I went to the McDonald's. The person in front of me was just a person without a car and their dog. Uh, so because that <laughs> happened, <laughs> and then you're in a drive-through and behind a, a yes. person walking their yes. dog. Okay. And then the person at the drive the drive-through window, I gave them my card, and my card has a cat on it. That was my cat Cecil, who's not dead. He just lives with my old roommate. Um, <laughs> and she went, "Is this your cat?" And because I don't want to explain the story, I was like, "Yeah, that is my cat. His name is Cecil." And she was like, "Oh, you should bring him through the drive-through." And I was like, "Uh." okay that's not cool <laughs> and she's like no i'm serious and then she reaches behind her cash register and pulls out a box of cat treats and shakes them at me and she says no bring your cat to the drive-thru and then Whoa. puts the cat treats back and i was like okay so that's the experience i had yesterday 
And I wonder how many cats she gets coming through the drive-thru because that seems really specific. <laughs> and you know what? I think, yeah, there can't, I don't think I've ever, that's not franchise-wide policy. That is, um. I don't think so. Don't and it was specifically so. cat treats because they were I like small. Rare. They were tiny. Sometimes I, Elena and I would take Mishka to get, uh, to go on a coffee run with us and the Starbucks baristas will offer a puppuccino. And that oh. seems like a thing they can do whenever they want easily. They already have the tools for it. They do not have cat treats available, as far as I know, that <laughs> are just part giving, of any of their concoctions. They're giving cats little tiny bits of crumbled up Big Macs. Would you like a f- crumble frappuccino? It's a catnip crumble frappuccino. There's a little, little catnip Ew. crumble on top of the whipped cream. No. Uh, and milk. Cats love milk. I will say as a drink girly, the first time I had a frappuccino, I still remember it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Frappuccinos <laughs> were literally high school every day, yeah. every after school, no matter what. It was usually that and go to the teriyaki place next door, get the food. After I'd ordered the Starbucks, there's already a line. So order Starbucks, go get the teriyaki, bring it back in the Starbucks and eat it there with my Frappuccino, which was a terrible smell combo. I will say the smell, <laughs> bringing the teriyaki smell into Starbucks, vomit. Not a it's, good move. It smelled like vomit. Not a good move. What but, was your no. what were, were you okay? Can I guess what kind of frappuccino you liked? Yeah, go for it. Were you a strawberries and cream Fuck! frappuccino? Were you really? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I'm a savant. I had no idea. Yeah, that, no. I, I but mean, I could feel listen. it. Like you send off strawberry, strawberry and cream I frappuccino was, vibes. Before that, it was like Nesquik <laughs> strawberry milk and banana milk on occasion. I'm a fucking psychic, If dude. Starbucks had a banana frappuccino, that would have been it. That's, I, I'm in awe of my own brilliance right now. What were you? What do you think I was? I'm not going to be as good at this. Uh, uh, you're like, eh, maybe, did they have like a... Did they have like a cookies and cream one or am I crazy at a point? No. No, I remember they had like an Oreo straw at one point. Or no, they, they had a might have. They had a I was a chocolate chip. Cho- See, I had a feeling there was like chocolate, chocolate chip but not chocolate through and through. I had a yeah. feeling it was essence in there. Yeah. I used to very intently go, not Java chip because I don't want coffee because I was like 10. Yeah. No, I was, the first time I had it, I was 13. I had a Frappuccino. anyways i just i feel really does it feel nice to be seen it does let me ask you this in your heart of hearts were they actually good no they were icy they were like icy and shitty they were not good they weren't they were just like there's a little flavor in here at the top and maybe some Mm -hmm. in there but you're just getting through the ice water yeah. part of it to get yeah. to the sugar yeah the first yeah. like two sips were really good and then that was about it because then you ran out of actual frappuccino and it just turned into bad ice with chocolate chips on it absolutely we've got one more misconnection for you but before we go we just want to say thanks for joining us on another deep dive into the misconnection section if you enjoyed yourself consider leaving a rating and review in the apple podcast app or tell a friend about the pod follow us on instagram at Existential crisis for more misconnections behind the scenes content and more the theme song was performed by Tom Bigelow, Rosie Sherman, and Elena Afanasiev. Sarah, take us out with our last misconnection of the evening. The gays be dressing today. Good job, all of you. I'm Tom Bigelow. And I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Craig's Essential Crisis. Crisis. The gays do be dressing. The gays do be dressing, though. And, like, dressing. I didn't want to, like... Like ruin it by like speaking on it, but like, good job, good job, gays, gays, good job. Go off, go off, gays. <laughs> <laughs>
that's my opening line I hope you'll pardon the pun I'm not that kind of a guy I'm not one to solicit strangers But I'm strangely inclined So if the feeling is reciprocated Send a reply They call it shooting your shot Cause you might miss And now I'm praying to God That you see this You got me acting like I'm religious I'm in a existential crisis They call it shooting your shot Cause you might miss And now I'm praying to God That you see this You got me acting Misconnection section I'm into in new directions. It's a second chances to full romances from passing glances. Uh, yeah.